in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We are in the third Sunday of Abib, Coptic month Abib. And in this month, actually, we celebrate the Feast of the Apostles on the 5th of Abib, which actually corresponds to July 12. So the reading of all this month, or Sundays of this month, are about ministry. Ministry. In the first Sunday, we read the Gospel from Luke chapter 10 about the commission of the 70 and the instructions that the Lord gave to the 70 before they started their ministry is very, very helpful to all the clergy and all the servants until today. Uh, Last Sunday, second Sunday of Abib, the Lord spoke about the offenses. The word offense means to cause others to sin. And one of the most important offense that we should be careful not to fall in it is the offense of teaching. When we teach wrong theology or wrong doctrines, or we give our personal opinions, not the will of God, not the counsel of God. So the focus last Sunday was how a servant or a clergyman should not be a reason of offense, should not be, should not cause others to fall into sin, especially in the field of teaching and theological education. Today, actually, we heard uh, the gospel also from Luke chapter 9 about the miracle of feeding the multitude. There was a problem. The problem is we have 5,000 men other than uh, women and children. So we can assume at least, or speaking about 20,000 to 25,000 and maybe more persons. And they are in deserted place which means they cannot buy food for all these people. They are in a deserted place. And even if they want to buy food for them, the resources are very limited. As they said to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, it is not enough just to get them food by 200 denarii. And one denarii equal one denarii is the wage of a worker per day. So if, if we say a worker today receives $100, so 200 denarii means we are speaking about $20,000, just to get, give them only bread, only bread. And all they had, five loaves and two fish. So how the Lord manage this problem? So the theme of the reading of today is management and problem uh, solving skills in ministry. How uh, a servant 
or a coordinator of Sunday school service, or a priest, a bishop, how he manages uh, the service and how they can resolve issues or problems when they arise. And there are many lessons we learn. Actually, if I want to teach a course in leadership and management, uh, I will not find best passage than uh, the miracle of feeding the multitude. Uh, it covers many, many, many things. First thing, actually, in management or the economy of the service of the ministry, number one, we as servants, we, know, we need to use what we call holistic approach. Holistic approach, we are, on, we are not only responsible of the spiritual affair of the person, but we are responsible of a person as a whole, body, spirit, and soul. Because these three can influence each other. That's why in the liturgy, we pray for the waters of the river. We pray for the herbs of the field and the food. We pray for the animals. We pray for the air of heaven. And we said, because when we get sufficiency in everything, always we may abound in every good work. And here we see how the Lord, number one, he gave people spiritual teaching. Number two, he cared for their physical being. And uh, actually, he provided food for them. So the Lord did not care only about the spiritual element only, but in every miracle, in every teaching, in every aspect, he cared about his body, soul, and spirit. Many times the Lord said, peace be with you, because peace actually gives the soul a relief from anxiety, from stress, uh, one time they brought to him little children and the disciples pushed them away. The Lord cared for their psychological, how they would feel when they felt rejected. So he called them again and hugged them and told the disciples, uh, let the children come to me and do not forbid them, for theirs is the kingdom of God. So the first thing we learn in the management of ministry holistic approach. How, when we serve the people, we should actually serve them in these three aspects, body, spirit, and uh, soul. Also, in the styles of leadership, there are many styles. The best style is what we call servant and we leadership. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ as a leader here, he said clearly, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. And he was a servant during all his ministry. He traveled from place to place to serve the people and to provide for their needs. 
but he was not serving as a dictator or as I leader, but as we leader, we. And in this problem, he discussed with the uh, disciples, how can we solve this problem? And he heard their feedback. And when actually they proposed a solution, uh, he discussed this solution with them. When they told him, send the multitude into the villages around us. He said, no, they have been here with me for three days. I cannot actually send them without feeding them. Then when another brought another solution, he told him, we have only five loaves and two fish. He took this solution and he said, let's start with what we have, with the little resources what we have, and God will bless. So that's what we call we leadership. Uh, some people, they like to, to serve alone. Or even if they have a group of people serving with them, they want them just to be followers. I will make all the decisions and people with me just execute them. I don't discuss with them. This is a very prideful type of uh, leadership. It's a dictator leadership. But in, in true leadership, we need actually to discuss and talk together and learn from each other. This actually the spirit of Christ and the spirit of the apostles. When they faced a problem, uh, how the widows of the Gentiles were neglected in the daily distribution, as we read in Acts chapter 6, we did not find one of the apostles' main decision, but all the apostles gathered together and started to solve this problem, and they came into a conclusion at the end. Also, in management of service, we should know that we are nothing without God. I cannot manage any service successfully without the grace of God. So the Lord here, when they brought to him the five loaves and two fish, the first thing he did, he prayed. Prayed asking God to bless, asking the Father to bless. So, in the same way, when we have any issue, any concern, any problem, any conflict, uh, number one, actually, we need to ask the grace of God to guide us and to bless every single step in our service. And should not worry about the resources what you have. Even if you have very minimum resources, work with the resources and present them to God and God will bless the little resources that you have. When God actually sent the disciples, he told them don't carry money or silver or gold with you. Why? He did, he did not want them to rely on money or silver or gold. He wanted them to rely on him. And when they returned, he asked them, when I send you without money or silver or gold, 
did you need anything? They said to him, no master. And this is actually a very important uh, point in ministry. Sometimes we rely on resources, whether monetary resources or whether human resources. And when we feel we don't have these resources, we feel like disabled. But if we work with the little resources that we have, speaking about human resources, the Lord starts with 12, and then he added 70. On the day of Pentecost, we read in the book of Acts, they were about 120. How can 120 preach the whole world? Uh, we have in some churches more than 120 Sunday school servants, and they still feel they cannot serve the, the, their church. But at the time of the Pentecost, all people who were there in the upper room, 120, but they were actually to spread the word of the gospel all over the world. You know why? Because they were relying on God. They were, they were not relying on either monetary resources or human resources. Put your trust in God. Put your trust in God. And the Lord, in the execution of the decision, did not also work by himself. But he worked as a team. Uh, so we leadership is about making decisions. But in executing the decisions, actually he worked. He told them, let them sit down in groups of 50. Then he gave the disciples, and the disciples distributed to the multitude. Teamwork. Uh, sometimes we don't know how to work as a team. Sometimes when we put two or three persons together in a team, they start to fight together. And there is power struggle. Who will do what? But with true humbleness and spirit of love, we will be able to work together as a team. Another point is order and organization. Uh, can you imagine how you feed 20,000 persons and to distribute food for them? Sometimes when we have a reception attended by 1,000 persons who are overwhelmed. But the Lord here told them, make them sit down in groups of 50. And I'm sure they appointed like a leader to each group. And the disciples distributed the food to the leader of each group and the, he distributed to the rest of the people. That's why they were very, very effective in feeding this huge number of people. They did not take five or six days. In in few hours, everybody uh, ate and everybody was filled. That's why even in the divine liturgy and in all liturgical prayer, we, we have what we call the rite or the rituals. Rituals is how things are done. And things should be done in order. Because God is Lord of order. And when actually we follow the order, 
everything will go smoothly and everybody will benefit from the divine liturgy. Order and organization. Uh, another point actually uh, is the importance in leadership is the importance of the fragments. The Lord told them, collect the leftover. He did not ask them to get rid of it. This part of money management and resources management, how to uh, collect the leftovers and the fragments. And when they collected the leftover, they actually filled 12 baskets. And definitely God like created a new material because if you take the five loaves and two fish and put them in uh, in a basket they just will be at the bottom of the basket so how the leftover filled 12 baskets God created new material but the point here you need to look at the frag- fragments even the fragments of time if you have five minutes here if you have 20 minutes here, if you have 15 minutes here, use these fragments of time. And uh, when you use these fragments of time, your productivity will be high. But if you neglect the fragments, whether of time or of money or of resources, then you will feel all the time that you are in need. What you have is not uh, sufficient. Uh, even in, in human resources don't say no, this person is useless he cannot serve in any capacity try to use every single member in your class or the congregation and everyone received a gift use him with his gift using everybody even those whom we perceive that they are useless but if we use every everyone, actually, the productivity for the glory of God will be high. Also, another uh, important point in management, managing the service is money management. That's why the Pauline letter of today was about uh, money. Uh, when St. Paul said, we, for we brought nothing into the world and it is certain that we carry nothing out. And then he spoke about the desire to be rich, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Money management is very important in ministry. Some people or some churches or some activities, they collect the money, but they don't use the money. They are happy that they have uh, this huge amount of money in the bank account. But they don't know how to use the money. Or when they are blessed with so yeah, great amount of money, they actually they are not wise in spending the money. So we need to know how to manage money God's way. Managing money and how to collect the money 
in the right way, in the proper way, God's way, not according to the world standard, and also how to spend the money God's way. without relying and without trusting in the money. We use the money, but we don't trust the money. We use it, but our trust is in God. Uh, The Catholic letter today was about uh, the tongue and the sins of the tongue. When he said, we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man, or able also to bridle the whole body. Many times when we are in stress, in in service, or in a conflict, we don't bridle our tongue. And this part of the management of the service, how you control your tongue. I attend sometimes meeting like board meeting or servants meeting, and people get you know loud and start to scream and yell at each other no respect everyone because they are stressed with whatever problem they have this is not the God's way in managing the service that's why while the church is addressing the issue of managing the service you need to bridle your tongue you cannot actually uh, as St. James said uh, the wrath of men does, does not meet the righteousness of God you cannot defend the righteousness of God with, with, with wrath or with anger. You cannot. That's why part of managing the service is how to be able to bridle your tongue, how to deal with each other, even with those who disagree with you. You need to deal with them with respect and with humbleness. And all what I said also can apply for the family. Because maybe some of us will say, but I'm not some school servant, I'm not a clergyman, how I benefit from this? No, all this management that I'm speaking can be applied in each family. If you have a conflict with your spouse, how you discuss this conflict without losing your temper, without getting angry, without yelling and screaming, it's very, very important to bridle your tongue while you are discussing the issue. Also, uh, another important element is uh, uh, time management. Time management. And in in, in the Pauline letter, we saw how Paul had a plan. For example, when he came to Ephesus, that's what you read today in Acts chapter 18, he came to Ephesus and left them there, but he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews when they asked him to stay a longer time with them. So they asked him, no, we need you to stay longer time. He did not consent. He was able to say, no, no, I'm not going to stay with you longer, because he had a plan, but took leave of them, saying, I must by all means keep this coming feast at Jerusalem, but I will return again to you, God willing. Uh, time management is very important in ministry. Sometimes when we leave ourselves to the demands of people, we feel exhausted, we feel overwhelmed, we feel overburdened, without actually 
and our productivity is less. So we need to be controlled in our time. And sometimes we yield to the demands of the people, and sometimes we need to say no, as St. Paul here said, no, I need to leave Ephesus because I must go to Jerusalem right now, but I will return back to you. So again, time management is a very important element in uh, service. And we spoke already about human resources management, how to manage all the people and how to use uh, everyone according to his gift. As St. Peter said, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good steward of uh, the manifold grace of God. When actually we uh, administer and when we manage the service God's way, everything will be for the glory of God. God will be glorified and the productivity in service will be be very, very high. So the message uh, the church is giving us today is how you are managing the family, your family, or how you are managing the family of God, if you are a clergyman, or you are a Sunday school servant, or any uh, service in the church, kitchen service, board service, any service. We need actually to keep all these points, these wonderful points that we learn from this miracle in our heart and mind, and we apply them in our life for the glory of God and for the ministry to be successful and productive. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.